Hey, everybody. Hey, it is Lolita E. Walker. I am your hostess. I like to say with the mostest on this podcast, coaching, cocktails and conversations. Yes, today is an absolutely juicy conversations where I have invited, guess who? Quinn Conyers. If you have not heard of Quinn, then you have been living under a rock because Quinn is transformative. She transforms average events into epic experiences as a professional energetic MC. She goes beyond keynote speaking and she is here to talk about how to amplify the power of your voice in order to elevate you beyond where you stand today. And I am so excited to invite her to our kitchen table. Ooh, listen in to this snippet right here. We work for this. We cry for this. We prayed for this. We invested in this. We probably quit this. We picked it back up again. So it really is about preparation. People don't come out the womb as powerful presenters and, you know, prolific public speakers, right? Speaking and language has been a part of our lives. But I think that when it comes to our businesses and our careers, we don't give it its just due. We don't give it its respect that I think that it deserves. All of that matters. And when you can kind of like be intentional about that, it's a game changer for whatever line of work you're in. It's a good one, y'all. But first things first, everybody. Welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker, the podcast that coaches you up while meeting you exactly where you are. Grab your water, tea, or something stronger and allow this podcast to help you feel the power in your cause. Come on in and join the conversation. Let's go. Welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. Okay, this is where we break things down into three different layers. Coaching is all about leaving you with a couple nuggets just to challenge your thinking. There is absolutely no judgment. If you can't use all of the nuggets, just go ahead and leave them right here for somebody else to pick up, but guaranteed that you are gonna grab a few on your way out, okay? Cocktails is not so much about what you're sipping on, but it's more about celebrating the greatness of who you are when you choose to show up around what I call my kitchen table. And then there are those juicy conversations. And Quinn today is my special invited guest and wait until you hear some of what she is talking about today. Not only do I leave you with seven considerations of how to amplify your voice, but she digs even deeper into the proper preparation of it all. She leaves you with moving some myths out of your way. We are debunking all of those today when it comes to speaking, when it comes to amplifying your voice, when it comes to showing up in all of your brilliance. And here is what Quinn prides herself on, on being able to broadcast brilliance of black women in business. Come on, somebody. We make ourselves so vulnerable in this conversation, you all. We chat about barriers that still stand in front of us. We talk about this notion of anointed arrogance. Ooh, Quinn is talking about it for 2022. So sit on back, grab your CCNC journal, and let's get all the way into it. You ready? Yes, so am I. Hey, Quinn, and welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. How are you today? I am awesome and amazing. Thank you so much for asking. Absolutely. I am so extra excited to have you here today because what I do know is you are a power player inside of the speaking realm. And I think you have some new things on the horizon. So before we jump all into it, I would love to ask you to introduce yourself by way of one strength. 
Yeah, so my name is Quinn Conyers, and I broadcast the brilliance of Black women in business. I show them how to creatively and confidently be the spokesperson for their business, their book, or their brand every single time they open up their mouth. And when I'm not doing that, I am partnering with event planners and transforming their average event into an epic experience as an energetic MC. Oh, I love that. I love that. What you do is so super clear. Let me ask you this. When we think about how to amplify your voice, how do you answer that question? When someone comes to you, what do you say? You know, it's a combination for me. You know, I've realized along this journey and I'm clear that I want to leave a legacy with my language. And there are certain people that we experience, whether it's audio, YouTube, that they are gone, but their their language lives on. And that's how I realized that just in conversation that, you know, I'm very intentional about my words. I understand that, you know, people have a third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, high school, college teacher who said something that they never forget. And, you know, they're still operating. You got 40 and 50 year olds really operating on something that somebody said to them they were nine so once i understood the power of the words and how they can land in your hand your heart and your head i began to be more intentional about how i use words and how i want to inspire motivate and empower so when i think about the question that you asked me it's about being intentional about my words but also working with other entrepreneurs executives and speakers and teaching them how to really lean in and leverage every aspect of their voice to be successful so it's a combination of me being intentional and deliberate about my words, but also working with others to really unlock the magic, the power, and the potential in their own voices as well by enunciation, vocal variety, word usage. I mean, there's a whole kind of thing that I do, but it really is being intentional about the language. Oh, you know, being intentional about the language. I heard you say so many things right there, but I loved unlock. I loved amplifying by way of enunciation. When you take a look at the folks who come to you, your clients who come to you or those who come and say, I absolutely love what you've been talking to us about, what's a couple of myths? If you were to say three myths that you see when it comes to public speaking or leveraging your voice, what would you say they are? I would say the first myth is when it comes to public speaking is that nobody gets nervous. We all get nervous. We all get anxious, you know, and I say the butterflies are normal. It's just about getting them to fly in formation versus having them crash into each other and style your stomach. So people believe that the great speakers don't get nervous and that's not true. We all get nervous because we want to do a good job. I think the second myth is, you know, understanding that great speakers are winging it. That's not true either. If someone seems very effortlessly nine times out of 10, They probably have worked on it. They have mastered it. They have been coached and trained and they probably have a a system, a methodology or framework that they're going after that seems seamless because they put the work in. And I think the third myth about public speaking is that, you know, it doesn't really affect your life. And I believe that public speaking affects every aspect of your life. If you think about, you know, even since infancy, you know, we get really excited when the baby's first words is dad, dad, or mama, we're celebrating there. And on the flip side of that, if you have a five or a six-year-old who has never spoken a word, you're running your child around to every single specialist to see what's wrong. Speaking and language has been a part of our lives, but I think that when it comes to our businesses and our careers, we don't give it its just due. We don't give it its respect that I think that it deserves. So it's always been there. You know, even if you get married, you in all 50 states, you cannot give a thumbs up. You can't give a head nod. You have to say, I will or I do to make your union, you know, official. So speaking 
And our voices have been so much a part of our lives. And I think that somewhere along the line, that's gotten lost. So I want to bring that back as I just let people know, like, your language matters, your words matter, you know, all of that matters. And when you can kind of like be intentional about that, it's a game changer for whatever line of work you're in. Yes, absolutely. And right now, I'd love to share with you seven considerations to, you know, really think through as you go to amplify your voice. And then I'd love to get your feedback on what you thought about them. <laughs> Let's expand a little bit. But even before that, let me share with everybody the power of my upcoming Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat. This is one that you all absolutely do not want to miss. Listen in. Now, this little bit right here is for all of our women listeners and for all of the men who are ready to send their special women in their lives on an all-inclusive four-day Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat. Imagine yourself in a space free of distractions and ready to get poured into. Imagine an intentionally intimate space of power women leaning on you to shift from where you are today to where you absolutely want and need to be. Imagine me as a certified life leadership and executive coach grabbing you exactly where you are, pulling the greatness out of you and replaying that such that you increase your confidence, your clarity, and your commitment. Imagine a new group of women who are just like you and ready to push you beyond your next level. Yes, it is your time. So go ahead and head over to lolitawalker.com slash retreats. Learn a little bit more and register for this upcoming Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat. What an amazing gift that this is to you from you. You deserve it. The first, the eight was all about authentic connections. It was about making your voice matter by having these authentic connections, not just, oh, I got to know that person because of where they are. It's more, what is the connection and how do I feel and making that work, like making your heart work and that string and that energy. That M was around making imprints, making imprints in the sand with your words, but with your actions and what you choose to speak about, right? The P was about proper preparation prevents his poor performance. And I love that you kind of already talked about that because as a public speaker, we do need to prepare. And with anything in life, preparation matters. So how are you going about doing that? And this is all in the realm of amplification. The L was about leading with your story. So really understanding what is your story that you want to bring to the table and then pushing over, there'll be other instances like TED or other stages where you might want to go where you're not necessarily leading with your story, but your story is such a critical piece of it. So leading with your story is really talking about, do you know what aspects of your story there is to be able to shine a light in a message on? The I was about I am. I am a firm believer that things happen in life and you need to affirm you. So again, what you said, your words matter. The F was about feeding these kaleidoscopes of butterflies that are inside of you by leaning on all of what we talked about before, right? And then the why was about your words are your worth. Your words are worthy of being true, of connecting, of kind of leaning all the way in. So I know that was a whole mouthful, but I'd love to see kind of where you want to start and what piece really picked up the puzzle for you. Well, first of all, I just absolutely love the fact that you just turned that to an acronym in 2.2 seconds. I mean, because a lot of people don't have that skill set. So I'm absolutely loving that. You know, 
amplifying is to make bigger. Amplify is to make larger. And, you know, all of it, you I mean, depending on I me, mean, you could pick that apart. But I think at the end of the day, amplify is something, especially as women need to really not run from, but embrace. So I think I can, you know, preparation really kind of stood out to me. A, a lot of times people think that, I mean, probably hearing you because you're a powerhouse on Clubhouse. That's how I, we connected in myself as well. Mm-hmm. And people really believe like, listen, like we woke up like this and we didn't, we worked for this. We cried for this. We prayed mm-hmm. for this. We invested in this. We probably quit this. We picked it back up again. So it really is about preparation. People don't come out the womb as powerful presenters and, you know, prolific public speakers, right? A lot of us have worked on it. A lot of us have coached, you know, or got coached, you know, to be better. And I feel like if you really do want to excel in this area, you know, it might not be you doing this alone. It might not be you going to YouTube University or Clubhouse College, right? It might be you really investing in yourself to really sharpen, you know, your speaking skills. So I love the idea of of preparation. That kind of really stuck out to me because when I am marketing and promoting myself, I'm like, listen, I know what you're thinking, but I'm bringing 16 years of experience. Like I did not you know, just decide to become a speaker yesterday. Um, so that was really what kind of got out to me because the people who are not just good, but great, but not even that, but grand, they have prepared, they have positioned, they have promoted themselves. And those are people that are really, I feel like reaping the benefits, but people who under, under underestimate this profession or think that, well, the leading is getting paid this and Quinn's getting paid this. I can talk. It's so much more than just talking. So preparation again is what really kind of screamed out at me, you know, as you talked about, you know, Amplify. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, before mm-hmm. we go into my come as you are round, I'd love for you to leave maybe three tips. So let me take you to a background. Some folks that are listening into this podcast today, they are saying, I would love to get into the industry of speaking. I would love to get paid for speaking. I want to be authentic. But what I've been told is that my diction isn't great enough or grand enough. What would you say to the person that's listening that is challenging themselves to whether or not public speaking is for them? Well, my question would be, well, who told you that your diction isn't good enough? You know, Um, because at the end of the day, everybody has their own opinions and their own insight. And the beauty of public speaking that your style, your authenticity is your own. People have told me that I'm too hyper and I need to uh, slow it down and, you know, really I'm on 10, right? But guess what? There's a crowd that loves me being on 10. So I just find my tribe and find my community. And I I happen to be a very high energy speaker. But what I tell people is all the time is you might not be a person that speaks on 10. Maybe you speak on a three or four. So you want to have, you know, pockets of passion, I say, where maybe you are talking at a four, but every now and then you might go, go up a level or a notch to reinforce a point. But also understanding that your whisper holds weight. You don't always have to be screaming and yelling to get your point across. You're you unique style, your unique voice is going to be received by the tribe, by the community that, you know, best needs to hear it. So it's like not about trying to be somebody else or embrace somebody else's voice, but really understanding that the way you talk, the way you show up is good enough. Just make sure there is it's authentic because I mean, especially when I think about some of what I call the linguistic legends, the people who've been around a while, like the Les Browns, there was a whole thing where all these people tried to sound like him and be like him. And it just was inauthentic because it wasn't their style. So I I think it's just about, you know, finding who you are and even again, connecting with someone that can bring out your unique voice in you. So you can sound like you and not sound like somebody else. So that sounds like if somebody's like, well, my diction or I talk too fast or I talk too slow, 
what somebody else's perception and somebody else's experience of you doesn't have to be your reality. So you want to get connected with someone who can really broadcast your own brilliance and bring out your unique voice. Yeah. Oh, I love that. As you were talking, I really started thinking about the different ways of how folks can leverage the power of their voice, because to your point, everybody's not going to sound alike. I don't need to sound like a Quinn when I go onto the stage for my message to be heard and to be felt. I don't need to sound like a Les Brown for my message to be heard and felt. And what could that look like? So earlier on, we talked about a couple of things and I was encouraging folks, if public speaking isn't for you, that's okay. But find your voice by getting it outside of you. That could be writing. That could be exploring through dance or whatever painting, whatever creative ways exist for you to really literally pull out what is inside of you, outside of you, because the imprint that you are making on this world is for you to actually get to work. So pull it out because it's for somebody else, not for you. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, your voice is not just the words that come out of your mouth. Your mm-hmm. your voice is an extension of you, your thought process, your intellectual property. So it's not about speaking all the time. Your voice can simply mean what you stand up for, what you believe, what you say yes to, what you say no to. Because some people are voiceless because every time somebody asks them something, they say yes. Now they're burnt out and frustrated. So your voice isn't always with a megaphone or a microphone in your hand. Your voice is about how you speak up you know, or speak out or lack thereof in everyday situations. Absolutely. Listen, around here, we have three questions and it's a come as you are round. So I am going to pour three questions into you and you just answer whatever comes quickly. You ready? Mm -hmm. The first is what is one strength that you have without a shadow of a doubt, but you didn't always recognize that you had? One strength that I always had that I didn't recognize without a shadow of a doubt. I would say my ability to think and speak quickly on my feet mm-hmm. without much preparation. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second is why is the work that you do so impactful to the world right now? Because I feel like we are living in a society, especially when it comes to Black women, where we are encouraged and we are invited to speak up and speak out. And many of us have been muted, muzzled, and hushed for way too long that we don't even know how to use our voice. So it's like there was a time where nobody wanted to hear what we had to say because it just didn't matter. Now people are inviting us for our opinion and our thought prospect and we don't even know how to answer the question. So we're still dimming our light. We're still shrinking versus standing tall. Not because we don't have something to say is because we've never been unmuted. Nobody really cared about what we thought about until now. So that's why the work that I do is so, you know, legacy driven because my grandmother, her grandmother, they didn't have voices. They were just told what to do. So now people are asking, well, Lolita, what do you think? Or we would love your insight. That wasn't always the case. It was do as you're told, not as you feel. Mm, As you say that, I've just released my second book and there's a piece within the introduction that talks about my mother going to a school where she was in the first class of integration in her high school and how my grandmother, you know, when you take a look at my grandmother picking cotton and I talk about how she stood in her own cotton fields that she owned at this point in time and how my mother was going to this interracial school her talking about how her voice wasn't heard. But in this time, in this place, her daughter would be there for her voice to be heard. And it's so amazingly powerful. So as you shared that, I thought about my mom and Forest Glen High School. Yep. Okay. And the last question is this. 
What is one barrier that still stands before you today? Knowing what to do and not diving 100% into it. I definitely feel like I'm in a season of elevation. I'm in a season of growth and it is happening quicker. And I feel like physically I'm moving into that space, but mentally there's still a little bit of struggle because at the end of the day, nobody wants to feel like they are cutting things off. And sometimes you have to go all in versus being all over the place. So that's still a barrier that I'm like, all right, Quinn, the promise has been shown to you. The opportunity is there. Why are you still going back and forth about this, you know, aspect of your business, you know, um, cause it's scary. Right. Um, so I think that's just a full transparent moment that I do have some, like an area that I'm still like teeter tottering on the fence and I know I need to dive in and I know that's going to happen, but for whatever reason, sometimes we have to give the divine knows to get that to that divine yes. And I think that having focus, having aim, having a target can really, really, you know, focus. Um, and it's interesting. I'm looking at a board behind me and I'm rereading the book called The One Thing. And literally I have seven people that I've written down that started with that one thing and focused on and it opened up doors. Literally, I have Steve Harvey, comedy, Oprah, talking and journalism, Rihanna, music, LeBron James, basketball, June Ambrose, fashion, Diddy, he was a background dancer, Magic Johnson played basketball. And all of those people started with that one thing and the doors of opportunity opened up because they were laser focused on that one thing. And that's what I have to tell myself. Yes. Yes. You know, when you talked about your word, I have a word. People have been asking, what is your word for 2022? What is your word for 2022? And quite frankly, I typically do themes. So my theme for 2022 is Dr. Walker, in 2022, your dreams have already been manifested for you. Mm. And that's at the top of my vision board. And then everything else goes under. And that's been for years. I've been doing this, but my word, I thought about it because you said the word elevation and my word is literally elevation. (laughs) So I love that you said that because here's the thing, everybody listening in around my kitchen table is this, is that we all have opportunity to elevate beyond where we stand today and what is in our way. Sometimes it's us. And other times it's because we don't yet see the opportunity. But I love that you said sometimes you got to put your God nose into it. Another thing that I am really working on is surrender and the power of my ask. Right. That part. That part. And that part right there. Because sometimes when you surround yourself with different type of people, they challenge you in a different type of way. And then you're like, okay, okay, let me see. Well, hold up. This was what my dream was. And I thought that was all the way past the forest and the trees and everything else. But wait a minute, you're challenging me. And I realized that that's actually right here in my grasp. What now do I have? Because elevation is what I seek. So I love that you said elevation. How how great is that? Yes, we should definitely do something together and elevate together um, because that's going to be amazing this year. I feel it. And can I give you my word for this year? I give you my word last year. So last year, my word was big and that was bold, intentional, and gigantic. Mm. And my model for 2022 is literally um, anointed arrogance. 
And the reason why I said anointed arrogance, because you mentioned something about surrender is because it's like, I have to understand that what I've spoken, what's in my heart, it's already done. So it's like, God already heard it. Like, it's like, instead of like still wishing and hoping and reap, like, you'd be like, Quinn, you, we done talked about this. Why are you asking me the same thing? So it's almost like arrogance a lot of times has a bad connotation, but like, I want to operate in the, in the, the space of anointed arrogance, like trusting, like it is going to happen because, because it's already in your heart. I have no heart to be, I have no desire to be an astronaut. I have no desire to be a professional cheerleader. Right. But my heart's desires, where do they come from? So I have to sit in an anointed arrogance to understand that when it comes and that might be my timing, that it's going to be his timing. And I don't think a lot of us operate. So we keep wishing, hope and praying for the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you were to leave one cheers, so another thing we do is give a cheers, but this is a cheers to everybody listening in today. If you had one cheers for everybody listening in today, what would it be? To recognize as a woman, as a black woman, that you are not the help, but you are the hero. Mm-hmm. And yes. so she mental shift. And here's a cheers to that. Thank you so much, Quinn, for coming in. How can people get in touch with you? Well, I am Quinn Conyers on all social media platforms. So if you want to connect with me again, that is Quinn Conyers on all social media platforms. I love it. And how do they know that it is time to connect with Quinn? I have got to call Quinn because today is the day. Um, people who are requested or required to speak on behalf of their business, their brand, or their career is when you and I should have a conversation. Um, if you are deathly afraid of public speaking, I am not the one for you. However, if you want to polish your presentation, sharpen your skills, definitely connect with me because I can really transform you from a public speaker into a powerful presenter. And if you're having an event, right, you're having an event, either it's virtual or live, and you want people to be fully present and not bored, um, we can talk about what it would look like for me to be an event host or an MC. So if that is the case, definitely go to quinconyers.com if you're interested in that. I love it. Well, thank you for being on Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. This was amazing. Thank you. We have concluded another episode of Coaching Cocktails and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker. Connect with me at lolitawalker.com for speaking, coaching, and my book, The Intersection of You and Change. Next time, bring a friend. Cheers. Cheers.